If anyone's going through something, they just do not understand why it's happening to you. Just know that you're going to be stronger on the other side, but you have to keep positive. You have to, you have to go deep. The stuff is happening because you are being called to go deeper than you've ever had to in the past. And each thing is just getting you closer to the life that God, universe, source has created for you and wants for you. And without those things, you can't get there. Welcome to My Spiritual Friends from Worthy Well, the podcast that's here to affirm and inspire you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Shelby Renee Giles. Grab some tea and settle in as I dive deep into the stories behind the spiritual awakenings and numinous experiences of people from all walks of life and how those experiences changed how they see and care for themselves and the world around them. We're here to normalize your spiritual experiences in the physical realm, one story at a time. Come out of your spiritual closet with us. Hello, and welcome to season two of My Spiritual Friends. I am so happy to be back. For those of you who've been with us from the very beginning, thank you for being here. And for those who are new here, welcome to the conversation. I hope you'll take some time to check out season one if you haven't already. Now, this is a space where we truly explore our ever-evolving understanding of spirituality, not just individually, but collectively. And so along the way, I hope you gain moments of affirmation, inspiration, you know, little nuggets of wisdom to take with you into your own journey. So let's get into it. I'm so honored to kick off season two with an incredibly inspiring human being. I'm talking about Darlene Cordero. And let me tell you a little bit about her before we dive in. Darlene is the founder of Wellness Culture, and she's also a brand and growth strategist with over a decade of experience in operations, event marketing, and partnerships. Her mission is to bridge the gap between support and community for wellness practitioners and organizations seeking vetted practitioners. She creates partnerships with wellness talent, subject matter experts, and influencers to connect with new audiences and bridge the gap between wellness practices and culture. Darlene is also a member of the executive board of the Dominican Republic Education and Mentoring Project, also known as DREAM. So in this episode, we dive into what it means to be available to what life is here to teach us. And I was particularly inspired by our conversation around the importance of community. And I then got to witness Darlene's community show up for her with so much love and support. You see, shortly after we recorded this conversation. Darlene received the devastating news that after receiving a clean bill of health eight months prior, 
Her cancer had returned as stage 4 breast cancer that had metastasized to her liver. And though this is indeed a devastating diagnosis, Darlene's spirit reigns supreme. And I want to share a few of Darlene's words that illustrate why I say this. Despite the overwhelming challenges I now face, cancer will not define me. The story is not just about me. It is a testament to the resilience of the human spirit and the power of community. Such powerful words. So speaking of the power of community, Darlene's friends and community have created a beautiful opportunity for us all to support her on her healing journey, which will, as you can imagine, require extensive and costly treatments. So if you feel called, I'd love for you to join me in visiting the GoFundMe link in the show notes to be a part of this community of support. After all, we are all on this journey together. Now, let's take a moment and take a deep breath. Beautiful. Now, prepare to be moved by this inspiring conversation. And as always, thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hello. Hello. How are you? Wonderful. So happy to be here. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful that you agreed to to be on the podcast. So appreciate your presence. <laughs> yes. Yes. How are you feeling? Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling grateful. Um, recently, I've been playing a little bit with what it feels like to not think about what's next, but be, being mm. present with what is happening because it's mm. amazing and great. And it's yeah. a lot of the things I've been dreaming about and mm. they're coming to flourishing and what that feels like to be um, accepting of those blessings. Yes. Mm. That it's a lot word. to work even through that. <laughs> yeah, it truly is. It is. We, we yeah. like go all the time. We're always like, well, you know, I'm working to- towards this. We're constantly asking or, you know, when friends ask us, how are we doing? We're, we're always like, yeah, I'm working towards this. I'm doing this project and, you know, I'm just, you know, getting, going through it, going through it. Mm-hmm. And then once you're like <laughs> there, even receiving and seeing it all manifest in front of your eyes feels as even more work than Mm -hmm. when you're working towards it, if that makes any sense. That totally makes sense. And it reminds me of, um, you know, I've heard folks talk about this idea of energetically preparing yourself for the thing that you've called in, you know, because sometimes we'll like, call in a thing. I have definitely been this person where I've like called in a thing and then it happens and I'm just like, oh, oh shit. (laughs) Am I ready for that? (laughs) Am I ready? (laughs) Exactly. So like doing that work too. Yeah. Be careful. Like be careful what you ask for because you might get it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's very likely. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yes. I love that. Starting us off with a, tr- a real word right there. So thank you for that. Yeah. And yeah. So I always start our conversations with how I meet my guests. And this is actually our first time meeting, yes, like verbally, like really connecting. And, you know, I feel like we know some similar folks and I was telling you how I went to, I was going to go to one of WADA's um, performances in LA last summer. And thankfully I got to go this year, um, which was amazing. I love her work. Yeah. She's so incredible. So incredible, you know, and you know, she was on the podcast last season and I had car trouble. This very strange thing happened (laughs) where my car wouldn't turn off. <laughs> wow. I've and never heard of, that before. Right. And I need to look back to see if Mercury was in retrograde. Probably. When that happened. <laughs> but yeah, my car would not turn off. And it was one of those things where I've been practicing um, over the past like couple of years, ever since I actually learned it, like within the Chopra program was mm-hmm. the idea of um, the law of least effort. And so it got to the point where I was just like, maybe I'm not supposed to go to this tonight, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and, you know, so I missed that one, but I did get to see her uh, a few months later, which I was really grateful for, but it felt like one of those like missed almost meetings, you know, um, between us. Cause I think you were there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I try to, every time she's in town, I'm like, where are you playing? Where am I going Mm -hmm. to see you? It's just so serene, so beautiful. I actually had her at one of my retreats in Cabo, actually. We booked her for a Chopra retreat. That's beautiful. And that was beautiful. It was so great to see her with the Chopra community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that was beautiful. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. Yes. So I'm really grateful that we now get to connect and really on, you know, in such a deep, um, intimate, intentional way in this conversation. So just want to express gratitude again to you for making the time and sharing your energy. Thank you. It's my favorite thing to meet amazing people that are having thoughtful conversations and I'm excited to get into, you know, what we're going to all deep dive into <laughs> yes. in this conversation. So thank you for inviting me again. Yes. Yes. I'm excited as well. Um, and so, yeah, let's take a journey. Let's, let's take a journey. We always start with what spirituality looked like for you as a child, um, as you were growing up. So how did spirituality, although we're all inherently spiritual beings, you know, how did spirituality express for you growing up? Yeah. As I think in this form, it came through for me as, you know, my mother was extremely religious. Um, I would say she was spirituality was very much part of our lives. Um, as a young child, I was baptized Catholic. Then after that, we went to Methodist church. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then after that, um, years later, and I'll go into kind of that deeper kind of conversation. You know, we, we went into more of a stricter kind of structure of what spirituality or religion or, you know, that structure of what I knew Mm -hmm. as spirituality Mm -hmm. at the time. 
And I, as a child, I, God was always a thing that was part of my life. I was actually part of the Methodist chorus. I actually have a picture mm. of me in, in the chorus, yeah, singing, you know, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. I, I loved, um, I have really beautiful memories as a child singing with my mom, although I didn't have the, <laughs> had the raspiest voice as a kid. Hey, we love, I, I love a raspy voice. Uh, but my mom <laughs> has a very angelic, beautiful voice. So it mm-hmm. was kind of, you know, I would, you know, join, um, and it was really fun. And community was the biggest piece that I found um, that mm-hmm. I loved. And the idea of, you know, believing and, and having hope of something bigger than, than myself or yeah. us. And I remember as a kid being in New York, I grew up in New York City, was born in Queens and, um, you know, an immigrant family. And we, you know, faith is very much part of that. And I remember being on the train, uh, on the seven train and looking out in New York, if you're from New York or you've seen this or grown up, you, you know, kids like sit looking out the window Mm -hmm. and just like kind of observing everything, you know, with their kind of annoying to everybody else that's sitting next to them. But, you know, you're just like looking out the window. I remember asking my mom, I go, mom, in which cloud is God in? Like, I wanted to know Mm. where he was. So I think it was definitely embedded in, you know, my understanding of like, you know, it really gave me structure. I think, you know, the, the form of religion or organized religion is really great for helping you know create communities and also for helping what's right and wrong you know Mm -hmm. what you know what is the way i think a lot of us you know it's important and it's important especially culturally um it was really important for uh, my mother to keep that tradition because for her she had left her country and she was in a new country she was from dominican republic coming to this new country didn't know the language and you know, there, there was that community for her mm. and uh, keeping that tradition of speaking Spanish, of religion, of community, of taking dance lessons and continuing to embrace my culture and like learning was really important for her. Um, and I would say, yeah, that was a huge piece uh, for me as a child. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's it's so really beautiful. fun to share that. I don't think I've ever really <laughs> talked about that. In oh, that I'm detail. So yeah. I'm My mom's so birthday was yesterday and it's she's oh, eighty. Beautiful. And uh wow, it's really happy birthday beautiful. To her. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's really special to go back and remember mm-hmm. what's you know, all the experiences we've gone through in this yes. incarnation, <laughs> at least. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I so relate to that community aspect, but, you know, obviously not from an immigrant standpoint. So I can only imagine Mm -hmm. how incredibly important that was. It's so important. They don't have anyone else. Like, where do you find community? Yeah. You know, you, you, you work, my mom worked in a factory, Mm -hmm. you know, you go in, you, you punch in, punch out. You're, you're trying to, you, you're the only person in your family and you're there, you're here in America to provide a better life and to, you know, help your family back home. Mm -hmm. So religion is a necessity, I think. Yes. Yes. For keeping 100%. hope alive for all the things. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah. I mean, it takes me back to when I was, I grew up Baptist yeah. um, in Virginia and, you know, we were on the usher board. We were mm-hmm. in the choir, which was kind of like sporadic. I don't know. I don't know if the choir was really like the children's choir. I don't know if it was like really <laughs> consistent, but, but I loved to sing. And, um, and my dad is a really wonderful singer too. And yeah, the community is literally like when I go back now, I'm always looking for certain people, you know, like I still get to see my Sunday school teacher who taught me in Sunday school when I was like five, you know what I mean? And so I definitely relate, you know, to just um, the special place that that holds in in your heart, you know, Um, because I did go to the same church until I went to college and always came back, you know, when I was in town. So, and my dad went to that church before me. Yeah. It's it's like family. It's an extended family of who like, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Community mm-hmm. is so big, and I think it does. It did form a lot of my how I see community and how I mm-hmm. view community now and people in my life. Um, yeah. I definitely do. I think it's interesting because the story of that is that later on, I then end up. My mother becomes a Jehovah's Witness, which oh, changes wow. everything wow. in many ways. Mm-hmm. Because then we went into much more of. A restrictive, I would say, mm-hmm. existence. Um, and I still feel the same way that I feel like it creates a lot of community for her. She's a mm-hmm. very, as mm-hmm. you can tell, she's a very spiritual person. Yes. <laughs> she's an, yes. you know, she's seeking. She's mm-hmm. very much seeking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think I was, of course, a seeker as well. Mm-hmm. And because of her and you know, my dad was never really going to church with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, but, you know, that was interesting because as a, as a teenage ch- kid in New York City, I, I really didn't have the wild kind of experiences as a New York kid. I was very mm-hmm. sheltered. I was very protected. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of community, but within that, that structure of, of that organized religion, that depending on how you view it could feel um, cult-like at, at times mm-hmm, uh, because mm-hmm. of certain things. It depends on how people view it. But I, I try to stay really positive on all mm-hmm. the things. And I think that mm-hmm. for my mom to this day, she is a Jehovah's Witness. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's a beautiful community for her as she's gotten older and she um, has her activities that she does. And so I, I think it's great. Do I, do I at times, you know, I went my own way, which we'll talk mm-hmm, about later, but mm-hmm. that was interesting how that from a, you know, from a child to teenage years, how much that shifted. And um, I think I've been able to explore religion in a deeper way because I've been mm-hmm. part of a lot of different ones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And I left, I left, you know, later on in life, but I did leave um, because of differences of like how my spirit and my soul would it needed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, you know, I lost a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of friends yeah. because when you leave that type of structure in that type of um, religion, you, um, 
you know, you're, you're shunned and, and, you know, that's the, that's the other part of, of that experience. It could mm-hmm. be a little bit um, jarring, but it's part mm-hmm. of what people choose to do. So yeah, I'm yeah. really happy. I had all of those experiences though. Yeah. And that's the thing about it, right? You, you're getting exactly the experience that, mm-hmm places you on you know the path that you're meant to be on yeah. you know and i love that um seeing that shift in um religion and your mother kind of inspired your i guess perspective around seeking you know yeah. like it's okay to yeah. to shift to something that feels more resonant with your spirit you know and yeah i love that and it sounds like you continued that you know so that's really <laughs> yeah. beautiful yeah. It's funny how you don't realize how much your parents really like their, their example really affects you. Um, mm-hmm. Just to be kind of at times you're a loner, your own person. For me, it was definitely doing what I felt was right. And I, that mm-hmm. was her example for me, even if she'd never intentionally said it. Yeah. Right. Cause I think right. they, they have, they come from a different generation and don't, don't have the consciousness to say, well, this, you know, I'm a seeker. <laughs> you should be a seeker too. Um, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. not, there's no, the, the vocabulary is not there, but yeah. her example has always been there. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. Yeah. And so, so you mentioned that you, uh, eventually turned to something else. Something else yeah. was calling you. Um, and was this around your teenage years, like later teenage no, years? No, later, or? later. Oh, later. And I think, okay. yeah, much later. I stayed within the organization for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think it's structure, community, yeah, mission, like value. For me, it was very much that I felt part of something. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us, even in the negative, you know, why do people join gangs? Why do people, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. stay in relationships? Because they feel like they belong to something. Mm -hmm. That's just Mm -hmm. natural. Like we're all humans and we all do it. And so that's, you know, I, I knew that it wasn't necessarily, I was, I was a wild child for them. They were just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, I wasn't the norm and I was kind of Mm -hmm, always pushing mm -hmm. the boundaries and I got married really young because Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like that was like, I needed to do, I guess I wanted some sort of freedoms and, Mm -hmm, and, you mm -hmm. know, making choices about my sexual partners was part of like what they couldn't, you know, they, they wanted to restrict that and, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what you did and didn't do. So it's like, Oh, go get married. So let me go get married. And so Mm -hmm. I I got married. I had my son two years later. I have a beautiful 24 year old son. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so grateful. And again, this is the path. It's like so interesting. And you look back of your life and you see that that's exactly how it had to be. And I had Daniel. And then two years later, I got divorced and I was so happy to be a mom. I was so happy to have this beautiful being that was so kind and sweet and yeah. You know, just part of me and our family. And so I just focused on him. And so that was my focus. I was, I was like, yes, the religion was part of it, but I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, 
it was just not my focus. I was working, I was working in banking that at that time it provided mm-hmm. stability. So I loved my li- life as a mom. And of yeah. course I instilled those values in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, you know, we, we did a lot of things that I was always pushing. Like they really didn't, I, you know, I did a lot of extra activities that they probably didn't think that were appropriate, but I was like, well, I'm doing this with my kid. He's going to go to college. Mm-hmm. They also restricted that. So there was a lot of things that I was always pushing. Mm-hmm. And when he went away, when he went to high school, he got older. I think that's really when, and even as he was a kid, I was actually thinking about, I would come to California all the time. I had a oh, friend that lived that. here, even when I was, you know, part of the religion of, of, you know, being a Jehovah's witness, I would come out here and the, the ones out here were a little bit more liberal and I liked it because Mm. they were doing tapping. Like this girl took me to a Mm. tapping class. She was doing all this stuff. And I was like, I wonder Mm -hmm. like that, is that like, okay. But -hmm. I was already doing that 20 years ago and I was working on like, you know, my friend was a massage therapist. So she was definitely in more on the holistic side. Yeah. And I think that I always had these whispers of like how I wanted to live my life. Mm-hmm. And when Daniel went to middle school, high school, and we moved into the city, it was, there was a shift in my life. And mm-hmm. I started having a little bit more space as parents. I think that's the hardest part. I have a lot of friends that have young children and they see what I'm doing and they're like, well, I wish I could do all that. I'm like, you're a parent. You don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> you're consumed, right? With these beings, mm-hmm. these, your children, your mm-hmm. partner. And when Daniel started getting older, it was this moment in my time for the first time in my life as an adult, because I got married Mm -hmm. at 18 because of religion (laughs) that, uh, and, and, you know, the structures of what people think you should do and my, my Mm -hmm. family that I was like, Oh, I I think I have more freedom. I can do this. I can be myself. And And then I left the religion officially Mm -hmm. by the time, Mm -hmm. you know, he was in high school. And that was, that Mm -hmm. was definitely interesting because then I had the freedom to explore what that meant for me. What was, Mm -hmm. what was spirituality for me now? Mm -hmm. And that was going to Kabbalah because I loved Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I went to Kabbalah center in, in the Upper East Side I met amazing people, my best friends, you know, one of my best friends now, he lives in Tel Aviv now, met him there. Mm-hmm. I started going to um, reading a lot more books about mm-hmm. spirituality. I, I finally was able to do this, you know, on yeah. my own without the judgment of potentially what mm-hmm. what it meant for me. And I went, remember going to Kripalo up in uh, the Berkshires mm-hmm. and going for a silent retreat. And these are all things I did already as an adult, um, you know, mm-hmm. probably 15 years ago. And I was like, just finding what was right for me. Yeah. Um, and that was so fun. It was so liberating. Mm-hmm. And I, another thing I would say, it's interesting because spirituality is really interesting. Is it, we're going to move away from religion. <laughs> move the conversation, um, which is fine mm-hmm, if that's the mm-hmm. form that in which your yeah. soul desires. It, it is yeah. all about what you need and want. So this is personal. no one's, no one else's business. Mm-hmm. This is you, the the God source, universe, whatever you want to call it. it. Is it is 
yours to choose. But for me, it was like this moment that I was like, oh, I get to do all this and and figure out what means what that means for me. And the more and more mm-hmm. I've explored what that is for me, either being I was what I was going to say was this thing of like, it's not just being, you know, reading the books or doing you know, spiritual pieces. But I remember my dear friend now, Daryl Gaines, he is an amazing astrologer. But when I met him, Mm. he was um, a spin instructor at Equinox. Mm -hmm. And his class was called Transcend Cycle. And that was one of the biggest movements for me because it was all about the music and that he always says the the music is not an accident. And the connection of your body to like what's happening when you're moving your body to what's happening with like inspirational people in front of you. And I just get goosebumps right now thinking about it. Wow. That is an experience to me. That's spirituality. I can sometimes. You know what I yes, mean? Yes. And he's actually here in LA. We need to go to the class together, by the oh, way. He's yeah. doing Please spinning now. Me. Oh my God. You're going to love it. <laughs> I was just in Malibu. He teaches in Malibu and it was just, I would and, love to And go. that was part of my you know, 15 years ago, it was part of my, Mm -hmm. oh, I can feel this and this is mine. And this, you know, some people, some people's spirituality is running. When they're running, they Mm -hmm. feel they're like, you know, connected to source. So Mm -hmm. it's all about what that is. And for me, it was, you know, going to spin class with Daryl, you know, going to yoga, which was so like important for me, and then year, years later, I'm so grateful that I had just started that exploration because mm-hmm. at age 40, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer mm-hmm. and I well, I had to go in again, mm-hmm. you know, like life is, you're, mm-hmm. you know, doing your thing, all the challenges that we all experience. And then you go through this, like, you know, this moment that you're like, am I going to live? Am I, you know, mm-hmm. what does life mean? how can this happen to me? You question everything. Mm. And yoga was the thing that, damn, I want to cry. Oh. <laughs> yoga was really important for me. It just, it mm. really, yeah, I, I'm getting emotional about it. Mm. It really, it's, you know, be, the union, right? That union of your, your that connection of the movements and all of the things that are happening on that mat was a representation of, for me of my connection and that it's mine, my, my mm. spirituality is mine, and that I choose how to live my life based on what spirit is guiding me through and what I'm experiencing and all that stuff. Yeah. So yoga was really important. And with that, I went through, I remember waiting for the diagnosis res- reports back I would just sit in the back of the yoga room. I was not even doing anything. I was just like, I need to be in this room. Sometimes it was just mm-hmm. laying out and just being in the room mm-hmm. with that community. And those friends are still my friends today. Mm-hmm. They're really grateful to them. Um, and I was grateful that, you know, I had very early stage cancer and they were able to take it out. And I just had to go through radiation. And I say just, mm-hmm. but it is, it is. I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And then when I went through that experience and I started sharing it on social media, 
you know, the universe started doing its thing, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. it's like when you, you, you start sharing and being authentic and yes. being vulnerable, which is mm-hmm. the hardest thing, mm-hmm. you know, my mother sometimes still shuns me for being like, why are you showing your breasts? Why did you show them mm-hmm. that, you know, you're, you're, you know, and I go, no, it's okay. I'm going to, I know my story is not for me. It's for other people mm-hmm. to know that they could be okay after something yes. like that during, after all of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so yoga, I started sharing it authentically on social. And one of now my mentors, she Mm -hmm. saw, she would see my post. She would, you know, we would follow each other and we started chatting. And then she shared that she was going to go work with Deepak Chopra and be the CEO of his company I was like, well, I want to do that. Cause I already knew that I needed to get out of what I was doing. I had had yeah. this, this aha moment of like, not mm-hmm. the aha that you necessarily want sometimes, but yes, the aha I know of, mean. right. The, that I was like, oh, I need to do something different and, and I need to live a different life. And I want to start with what I spend my time and my day with and my mm. job and mm-hmm. my conversations and the people around me and working and going to work with Deepak changed my life, but mm. also having the support of people like that mentor changed my life forever because mm. it was you know, the belief of understanding, someone believing in you, someone giving you the opportunities and the things that I see that I've been able to accomplish just in the past four years, I, it's God's work. It's not mine. Mm, Yeah. I'm just here to serve. I literally am just here Mm. to serve. So yeah, it's been an experience and that pivotal moment took me to my work that I do Mm -hmm. and the work that I'm able to support the the wellness industry. Um, And not so much on the traditional side of like being a practitioner, Mm -hmm. but really Mm -hmm. the work that I'm here to do to support the practitioner to change the, you know, the building of community, which is Mm -hmm. so important to me Um, and sharing my story so that can inspire or move or do something. Hopefully it inspires somebody. Yeah. It, it inspired me. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that was the, that was the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer. Wow. And that is actually, even though, um, I think we were already following each other on, um, Instagram, but yeah. I was so, and I kind of just already knew like, Oh, I really want to meet this woman. Like she just seems like, such a light, you know? Um, but one day I saw this post that you shared about your journey with cancer and I was so touched by it. So touched by it and just inspired. I mean, how could you not, you know, be inspired by that? Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you choose to serve through your journey because it is, you know, it's not always easy, you know, being vulnerable in that mm-hmm. way. And so for those who really choose to do that, knowing that that is part of the service is just such yeah. a gift. Thank you for that. I, I receive yeah. that. And like part of the service, I, 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 that really, I really connect to that term and how you're expressing it right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> 
it's a, you know? it's a thank you fest over here. Yeah, it's a love it fest. <laughs> it is a love fest. Like, I'm over here, like, about to tear up. Oh, like, I, just was, listening I was like, to wait, your am story. I going to ugly cry? <laughs> no, I think we're just, I'm, like, connecting energetically with you. And I'm just like, I'm oh. about to, I'm about to Oof. cry. Yeah. Um, cause I, it's a lot. that's it, just it, a little just... bit of the story. I can't wait to tell you in person <laughs> <laughs> all the other things, how I got here to LA. We got to talk. We oh, have a lot yes. to talk about. We need about. to talk about that. That's yeah. This yeah, New Yorker ended up in Los Angeles. Yes. Lord help us all. <laughs> yes. Yes. I want to hear that story. I'm excited yeah. to hear that. So thank you for that. That's, it's yeah. beautiful to share. I think storytelling is so mm-hmm. important. I, I, I was always really shy and I'll tell you this and I'll tell the, mm. you know, whoever's listening right now, I've always been outgoing, but I never was able to share myself. I think it was really hard mm. for me. I was always really scared to uh, publicly speak. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a lot of instances that I would go blank, you know, completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think all of the things that have happened to me have made me be like, I don't care. <laughs> anymore Mm. (laughs) you know um it makes you just like it's interesting how without all of the experiences of all of it of life Mm. of the challenges and every time I go through an obstacle I just become stronger Mm -hmm. I do and so like if anyone's going through something they just do not understand why it's happening to you just know that you're going to be stronger on the other side, but you have to keep positive. You have to, you have to go deep. The stuff mm-hmm. is happening because you are being called to go deeper than yes. you've ever and had to in the past. And each thing is just getting you closer to the life that God universe source has created for you and wants yes. for you. And without those things, you can't get there. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. Yes. It doesn't happen. I believe that so deeply now mm. in my life. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. In the past six months have been, I think, the most challenging for me. And mm. just knowing that mm-hmm. that and just stronger. Now it's like, oh, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about it. We're going to storytell. Yes. And storytelling, yeah. the more I tell my story, even verbally, because one thing is a post, one thing is like posting something that you're like, oh yeah, here you go. <laughs> you having these conversations is a different thing and putting yourself yes. out there is a whole yeah. different story. And I think it, it shows you where you've been kind of going back and, you know, it really gives you perspective. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The storytelling piece. I love, I love how you express like the post versus actually telling yeah, the story right. verbally it feels like because you I've still, been there. Yeah. You know, you can <laughs> still keep there. them at arm's length. Okay. Y'all, yeah. You, you just let it, you know, go <laughs> off into the, the ethers of the internet and it's just there mm-hmm. and you just know it's there, but you don't, it's just a slightly different experience and it's still, yeah. you know, super impactful, but I, I completely agree, you know, being able to tell your story verbally and energetically be in deep presence and invite others into deep presence, you know, with your story is just so incredible, you know, and I get lit up every time someone, you know, people that I, you know, sometimes would never even guess, you know, be just expressing how a certain like podcast episode impacted them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm but it's very personal to them. 
like very, very personal to them in a way that I may not even understand, you know, without them explaining it to me. And so you just never know. You don't know how God is using you. Yes. And that's the thing. Yes. You have no idea. That's exactly it. You just have to trust. Yeah, you have to trust. Yeah. 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 Thank you for this. Thank you for creating a space for this conversation. Yeah. Of course. These types yeah. Of conversations. Yeah. They're, they are brave conversations and you know, you are, mm. you are brave, you know, it's such a mm. brave expression, you know, of who you are to, to share in this way. This is how the universe works. Like when you do share authentically, you only invite more um, of what you are supposed mm-hmm. to be aligned with, mm-hmm. you know, and so, yeah, it's, it's just, it's amazing. You know, yeah, it's amazing. bring it on. I, I've met yeah. so many amazing people because of being brave. And like you said, and just being, being like putting myself out there and not mm-hmm. in a way of like, also knowing my, my chart, I'm all, by the way, that's a whole other conversation about all the tools <laughs> yeah. when we'll get there later. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah. When I found out when I in uh, human design that I'm a manifesting generator. Oh, so I'm and that yeah, you are. Of course you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making things happen. <laughs> um, that that I have to let things come to me. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing because mm-hmm. I'm so proactive. Like, mm. but that understanding that now I I don't force things. You know, mm-hmm. I think as mm-hmm. a mother. As a, as a wife, as a mother, as a woman, we're such caretakers and we're constantly doing, doing for our friends, doing for this. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, all great things, but you have to like wait for it. To, you know, you make it, you do, you do one action and then you just let the universe bring it to you. Mm. Right. And so I think yeah. that that's, that you're, what you were sharing made me think of that because it's like mm-hmm. doing that. And then letting seeing what what the universe wants to bring to you is such yes. surrender, which is a whole other thing about the you know the mm. what spirituality is and true spirituality. I think is when I don't know if that true spirituality, but for me, <laughs> true spirituality is that mm-hmm. that surrender piece of yeah. you know knowing that everything is as it should be, and that you know universe is going to give exact, give that back to you exactly when you need it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is such a, a beautiful way to, to look at that and look at the world, you know, and I've found myself lately, I feel like I've been in almost, I mean, life is like a class, like you're always learning, obviously. And I feel lately, like I've been in like, co-creation 201 like I feel like Mm. last year was co-creation 101 (laughs) and I was like I love that you know and I would just be like surprised you know look at that you know and now 201 is like well now you know you have all these like case studies for how Mm -hmm. this works how your energy you know works with spirit so now how can you further like I guess, calibrate this, um, this balance between like 
surrender and action. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what you said about, you know, taking the action and then letting it, mm-hmm. you know, come to you. That's a fun practice. And let's it play is. with that, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It truly is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that really resonated with me because I feel very much like I'm in like another state of co-creation, like mm. just surrendering to a particular, love you know, that. process. I love the set. I love the classes. You, you do have Virgo <laughs> in you. You're like, let's structure this in my mind. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I'm like, this is like a class. I've, I've like mentally enrolled myself into this. I love this. I love it because it, it 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 becomes less. I think we all have to find these like ways to mm-hmm, however mm-hmm. your soul needs to process it. Mm-hmm. For me, like I love that because it's like, oh, this is only going to be. I'm going to learn what I'm going to, and then I'm going to go to the next level, right? Mm-hmm, because if we mm-hmm, don't put some structure, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, well, this is going to be forever, and mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm never going to get out of this situation. I'm going to have to get left. Ba- I'm getting mm-hmm. well, the, the left, but I don't get left back. But <laughs> you not get left back um, because, yeah. Um, but I, for me, it's like this play with like, oh, this is a scene in a movie. For me, mm, life is, I love a, is a movie. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I say this is like my soul's like matrix situation where mm. this is my this is a scene. These characters come back over and over again. Why is it? that there's always this one person. (laughs) I wonder. And then you're like, duh, like it's the thing you need to overcome. It's like, yes, I always date the same types of people. Yes. 100%. Like get over it y'all like get to Mm -hmm. it. Like it's like, get Mm -hmm. to the work. You're not the victim. This is like what you need to look at. It keeps coming up because you have to take action. So these scenes, these people, they come in and there's, oh, he's dressed in it. It's another cover. It's Mm -hmm. another, Mm -hmm. has a different job in a different industry. Guess what? Mm -hmm. It's the same. And and if those triggers are coming up, it's because they are supposed to be there to trigger you or for you to overcome it and be like, I ain't doing that no more. Yes. So it's kind of, so I do the scenes. Oh, this is my movie scene. Mm -hmm. Oh, right now we're, Mm -hmm. we're doing this. (laughs) Oh, cute. Look at us. You know, and and it, and it creates a little bit of a lightness of life because sometimes it's a lot to process. Mm-hmm. And creating kind of like, this is temporary. This is an understanding of what I need to learn right now. It's not forever. Um, mm-hmm. And an observation creates like this lightness to sometimes overwhelming situations that we all are experiencing because yeah. ain't nobody going, like no one's having it easy right now in mm-hmm. life. No one. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And that lightness, it breeds perspective. I find when you don't allow yourself to be, I guess when you don't allow it to kind of muddy the truth and the truth, yes, as I understand it, because that continues to evolve, but the truth, you know, as I understand it is that, um, (laughs) yeah, in this moment, (laughs) you know, the (laughs) truth, the truth is that, um, you know, like you actually expressed earlier is that everything is to be used, you know, everything is happening to be used. Um, and 
you know, sometimes, you know, folks will say, oh, the, the universe is compassionate, but sometimes that can be tough for people to hear in like more dire, you know, circumstances. And so asking, you know, like, what's the opportunity or how can I use this has been really helpful for me. Um, because I find that when I'm not in that space or when I'm not oriented, towards the possibility or the opportunity, I am just stagnant. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like a, a boat in a sea waiting for the storm to pass, <laughs> you know, like I'm not yeah. moving, you know, and it's because like in the moments when I can't see the opportunity, I'm just sitting, mm-hmm. waiting for the thing to pass. And, and it like, feels different in your body, by the way, right? Yes. It feels yeah, so it feels different, different in your body. It feels so different. So yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. Oh, this life. Yeah. Isn't it so fun? <laughs> it's so fun. You know, we're constantly learning. Constantly. Never the ends. truth continues to evolve. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're in this dance. So mm-hmm. it's fun stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And so what do you feel you, you know, personally are learning most right now in your journey? Oh, child. Oof, I don't know where to start. <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest things for me, I, so the past six months have been really tough and I'll just start because of what I'm, this will kind of lean into that conversation. Mm-hmm. So my, my uh, father passed away in, in December and then, mm, um, thank you. Grief is so, I've never experienced grief. Um, I feel mm. like I was really sheltered in many ways. I never had any, anything like this. And now I'm in my forties and, and seeing the generation, you know, kind mm. of shift and what that means. Mm-hmm. And then sadly, my godmother was murdered in New York city in January. And oh, it wow. was very interesting yeah. to experience that back to back. So I can only imagine. Yeah. And how different that feels like a, mm-hmm. a, a natural death, right? Like older mm-hmm. and then someone taken away from you violently. Mm. And, you know, she was someone, if I think of the formative years of like, she, I was baptized was with her. She was my godmother. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was born, I was, I went straight to her home. That, that was very hard. And mm-hmm. with dad, it was, really sad. And so I have been in a surrender. I think that's why Mm -hmm. I mentioned that earlier. It has been having to surrender because none of it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, and just, I found a lot of peace in that process in, in grief and I'm going to therapy and, you know, I'm using all the tools, thankfully. And I, you know, during all of that, I'm like, Mm -hmm. how do people, Mm -hmm survive if they have not been doing any of this work how do they how do they do it I I I, this is why my the work I do is so important because I can't I can't I want everybody Mm -hmm. to have access to this because yes it's it's kind of you going into yourself right again going back to the tools you have Mm -hmm. to be able to process things to be able to put words and communicate and you know, I feel really privileged. I have access to all of these people and things. And so surrender has been huge uh, for me the past. um, And that's what I'm kind of working through right now. 
mm-hmm. grief and surrender and finding joy still in the middle of that. Yeah. One thing I will say about surrender and grief that in the middle of that, the, the practice of gratitude mm. has been a saving grace for me. I remember the week that <clears throat> the week I, that I was called, you know, I got the call about my godmother it was the same week I had started this uh, new program that I working with healers in the space. Mm-hmm. And I had, so it was so, I was able to muster up the energy to do that after dad's death. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this one thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. And then two days later I get the call and I have mm-hmm. to run, you know, fly to New York. And I was there for the funeral and I had started doing this gratitude. Jay Shetty does this thing where he did it in the beginning of the year and I knew I needed it this year. I had never done it mm. where you take a jar and then every week at the end of the week, you write something you're grateful for. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I can manage that. I'll put it on the calendar every Sunday. I'll look back and mm-hmm. I'll reflect. And I had started that practice. Mm. So when I came back home from the funeral, my son lives in New York. My mom lives in New York. I live in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I got back and I was able to support the family and be there. And I was so grateful. I was so mm-hmm. grateful that I could be there and be in this moment, mm-hmm. which was unbearable. And I got home and the first thing, you know, that Sunday I wrote down what I was grateful for. And I had, I, I still found something to be grateful for because mm, yeah. life continues, mm-hmm, you know, life goes mm-hmm. on and we still have people in our lives that we have to show up even bigger, even stronger for, because yes. when you have those experiences of loss, you realize how much time you have Yes, and that we have limited yeah. time on this earth. Um, and the impact of our days and how we use our days and the relationships we have is everything. And I wrote down that I had lunch with my son and my mom and it was Mm. the most beautiful thing that I could do that. And I could have my mom and, and have, I keep saying my beautiful son, (laughs) 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 go see a picture of me. He's gorgeous. Cause he's beautiful. Um, uh, it's just his spirit is gorgeous as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's just mm-hmm. nice to see and be in presence yes. with our family. So I would say yeah. gratitude has been the thing in the middle of mm-hmm. that, right? So surrender feels like, you know, this, it, and I think the, the gratitude is the reflection of that. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. It's like this, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm going to now not just let go. Cause I think people think surrender. It's like, well, I have yeah. to care about what's it. Surrender mm-hmm. feels hard mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. So powerful though. Cause it's not, not active. Yeah. It's active. Yeah. And you it's could probably talk with. to about that. I, I bet you have a lot to say about that. Cause I feel like <laughs> you're so, you're so deep. You would, <clears throat> but the action of gratitude, that practice feels more of like this reflection of like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to take a moment to actually Mm. think through what's going on and not just, you know, kind of go through a moment as humans, we need that moment of reflection. We need that time of reflection because if not, we think everything's going to hell and we Mm -hmm. think life is sucks. And then you go, Oh yeah, but this person did this for me. Oh, this person showed up and you're like, Mm -hmm. blessed. You Mm -hmm. are blessed. We all are blessed. No matter what circumstance we're in, there's always, God is always showing up Mm -hmm. for us. He always is. True. It's so true. 
yeah, yes. he always is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. So beautiful. Oh my goodness. Yes. Gratitude is it. Gratitude, right? Yeah. Right. Gratitude is it. It will, it just shifts everything. I remember this moment not long ago when I was on a plane. I remember being extremely tired and I was cranky and I couldn't figure out why and, or, or just don't remember why. And I remember I just started, I was like, all right, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're not new mm-hmm. to this. Like, you know what to mm-hmm. do. And so I was like, just be present, you know, just notice everything around you. And I started like expressing gratitude for the air conditioning on the plane and the like, just like very, you know, seemingly simple things. And I've even had like a, even though I kind of felt in my spirit that that felt so much better in like 60 seconds, I felt so much better because I was able to get out of the fact that I think it, oh, I know what it was. I, I don't know if you remember like when we had all those storms in LA, Mm -hmm. I was trying to get back from um, the East coast at the time and just had like really awful flight delays. And the turbulence was on another level that I had never experienced before. Oh no. Um, (laughs) But that wasn't, that wasn't what I was like. I was cranky after the fact where I was, you know, everyone was tired and like trying to get home and all the things. And I just started looking around like, okay, yeah. Like I see, like I have snacks, (laughs) you know, know, things like that. But lean into that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yes so this has been such an incredible conversation like i'm actually looking forward to listening back to it because there were just so many things that resonated with me deeply with where i am you know in my life and i my prayer which i already know so many people are going to resonate with this conversation so thank you again for oh. being a light, you know, and serving in this way. I just you're just a reflection. Really we are reflections of each other. So sending that right back to you. It's beautiful. Thank you. This has been I've enjoyed the conversation so much. Thank you. Yeah, and so to kind of cap everything off, I love asking this question. Um, because it it gives us an opportunity to kind of reflect. And I think also it's like a nod to our inner child too, in a way. And so knowing what you know now, having had this expansive spiritual journey, what advice would you give your younger self, you know, from any age, you know, of your adolescence that you can think of that comes up? Yeah, I think that I would, you know, I was always very, um, I was creative, but I didn't believe, I would say, in in that little inner voice that I would hear. (laughs) So I would tell little Mm -hmm. Darlene, Purita, which is what they used to call me, which is my mom's name, but with the Ita, because my mom's Mm -hmm. name is Pura. I would say to little Purita, uh, which is pure, means it means pure in Spanish. to believe mm. in that voice and to listen to that voice, listen to your inner voice. And I say that to myself today and I would encourage her and I do with my own practice of my inner child work, which has been such a 
powerful um, practice to speak to her, to connect with her, to love her mm-hmm. and, um, and tell her, just listen, listen, and just yeah. go for it. Be that spunky, loud, sometimes <laughs> obnoxious <laughs> person in the room <laughs> and the people that love you will find you. And, and, you know, you're not for all the people, yes. but the people that you're for, they're going to find you and love you. So. Yes. Yeah. So I would tell her. Uh, that's such a good, yeah, that's such a good, um, reminder at yeah. every <laughs> stage, at every age, listening to that voice, listening to that voice and, um, and just allowing whoever's supposed to be there to show up, you know, and have gratitude mm-hmm. for who's there, you know, truly authentically, yeah. you know, for you. So, Yeah. Yes, we can all use that reminder. It's really God <laughs> speaking to us. It's really yes, listening. 100%. Yeah. It's it's your, because if you think mm-hmm. about that work of like the soul what it's here to do and what your soul is here to be in practice and surrender to, but it's that is coming from where? It's coming from source. So, yeah, it's it's just listening to to yes. that voice is so powerful. Thank you for that. Yeah. Now that we are at the end of our our journey, so to speak, um, I would love for you to share just anything that you're working on right now. Thank you. Yeah, I launched my own company in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of all this madness. Congratulations. Thank you. It's I, I would say anyone that wants to figure out or challenge or figure out where they are in the journey of like, um, you know, how they feel about themselves <laughs> and self-acceptance, <laughs> so become an entrepreneur and see, you know, get challenged. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not as beautiful as it seems. It's really challenging. You really push yourself. And yeah, and I'm, so grateful mm-hmm. um, because when I working at, at at Chopra, I worked in entertainment in finance. I started in finance and moved into entertainment. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to the journey, I was meant to end up here at Chopra. Um, now they're one of my clients. When I branched out on my own, Wellness Culture is the name of my my company. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do, isn't it cool? Mm, I, I like love it. that name. Um, wellness culture mm-hmm. is all about creating uh, a space for wellness practitioners, professionals to come together and have mentorship, community, and connection. And when I say that, it's because I didn't see that in the space. There's many, many, many plethora mm-hmm. of opportunities for practitioners. Um, to work with individuals or consumers, but there's a gap in the space for, you know, Mm -hmm. the solopreneurs, the people that are the practitioners to feel supported and have the resources of marketing tech community and being able to get partnerships and clients. So wellness culture is really here to Mm -hmm. bridge that gap, to create a space for, you know, the wellness community come together and it feels like my life's work. It really does because I, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, all my friends started coming, you know, you, you, I work with them. I, I basically for the past four years have been working with Deepak and the team to create partnerships and events mm-hmm. in wellness and create a lot of the work that I work with Wata was um, I created an influencer program at mm-hmm. Chopra where I my goal at Chopra was really to bring in the BIPOC community and opportunities for everyone to have access to this. Mm. There should this should not be because you mm-hmm. have money or don't have money that you can learn how to breathe and do that mm-hmm. for yourself and connect with with yourself. So I did a partnership with Jay Balvin yes. and Deepak. Then we did a partnership with um, Alicia Keys and Deepak. Mm-hmm. And so in that journey of working with these visionaries like in entertainment and music, mm-hmm. entertainment, music and spirituality. I just was so inspired by like, how can you use pop culture? How can you use, you know, the popularity of what people do, but to bring in impact and real resources to people. And with that, I saw that the practitioner, yes. even with that, you know, more, more of those that are starting that have been around and I want to help them. I want to help, you know, there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. have the ability to have a team and have agencies work for them or have be signed with CAA. There's a lot of people because this is an industry now. People are talent, and I talent manage, mm-hmm. um, you know, in many ways. And so I wanna, mm-hmm. I wanna be able to give them the opportunity to have you know, some of what that feels like to feel supported and not feel like you're by yourself. And I think it's all about Mm -hmm. community. It goes back to, I guess, the conversation where we started, you know, community Mm -hmm. in, in, Mm -hmm. in where I was, you know, in religion and my spirituality was all about that finding your tribe, finding the people that, you know, have the same mission and values as you. And I want to do that through the the wellness, you know, space. And I want to, you know, change the world. I want them to feel abundant and ease. All the things we were talking about, like I want Mm -hmm. practitioners don't Mm -hmm. feel that Mm -hmm. they're giving themselves in Mm -hmm. such a deep way and they have no one filling up their cup. Like that shouldn't be the case. They're, Mm -hmm. they're doing important work. So that's what I'm here to do. (laughs) (laughs) Wellnessculture.co. Yes, wellnessculture.co. Yes. And we're going to link to it, of course, in the show notes as well. But I love that because you can tell that it is such a, you know, combination of every experience that you've had up oh, until thanks. this point and to get to use it in a way that honors the spiritual yeah. journey that you've been yeah. on is just God has amazing so plans incredible. and I'm just, you know, rolling with it. I'm like, let's yes. do this. <laughs> um, yeah. It's beautiful being in co-creation with spirit, with God, with the universe. I, I just, mm-hmm. I call in all of the things because all of my mm-hmm. ancestors, it's something mm-hmm. that I've been exploring more and more yes. because of, because of the religious pieces. Mm-hmm. I, I really haven't explored and that's been something I've been exploring mm-hmm. re- recently. And I bring the, I bring them all in. They're here. They're mm-hmm. my tribe. They're like, you know, they're, we all have mm-hmm. them no matter what tradition or background yes. work. They, we all have ancestors <laughs> that mm-hmm. are with us. So, um, so true. Yeah, it's beautiful stuff. So I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. We're going to go spinning and uh, we're going to go spin in Malibu with Daryl Gaines. Yes. And um, there's so much more to, yes. to do. 
I'm excited for that. Yes. I'm so excited to continue this conversation and to stay connected and to also just follow the wellness culture journey, um, which is so just um, such a beautiful expression of you, you know? So, yes. So thank you for this. Thank you for your energy and uh, I'm just so grateful. And yeah, we'll talk. Thank very you soon. so much. And I hope everyone has a blessed day. Hey, thanks so much for listening to my spiritual friends from Worthy Well. If you enjoyed the conversation, be sure to leave a review and hit the follow button to be notified about new episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at Shelby Renee Giles. And to keep up with Worthy Well, Join the list at worthywell.co. Until next time, journey well.